Welcome to the November 20th sermon from Clifford Baptist Church, 635 Fletcher's Level Road in Amherst. Today's scripture is Joshua chapter 14, and the sermon is entitled, The Faithful Life, delivered today by Pastor Jeffrey Campbell. I just want to take a, a minute just to prepare our hearts with a quick prayer. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, Lord, thank you for your presence in this place, Lord. It's not about any one of us, but Lord, thank you that music moves us to the cross. And moves us to a point, Lord, where you can speak, Lord, and you can come in. God, I thank you for what you have done. You have set the table for your word. And God, I pray, Lord, that your word would not come back void. It will accomplish what it's supposed to this day. And we give it to you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all didn't have to wait on me. Y'all could have kept moving. I'm sorry. Grab your Bibles. Go to the book of Joshua. That is where we are today. That's where we have been. And that's where we will continue to be until December 4th. At December 4th, we're going to take another time out in Joshua, move into our Christmas messages, and then we'll resume Joshua at the beginning of next year. Can you believe that we're talking about next year already? Gosh, that's amazing. Today, uh, as we come before a holy God, we are thankful. And here's the question. Did you come expecting something from God today? Amen. I'm glad you did. I, I promise you that this is not another history lesson. Okay, I received plenty of feedback, most of it good. The one thing I need to work on, I think, is my pointer skills because I was making a few people a little seasick there with that. But thank you for last week. It was not easy on my part, but I'm grateful that we got through it together. And I'm grateful of this, that God uses every part of His Word. Last week we... We uh, worked through nine chapters of the book of Joshua in one week. And we got a lot of the grunt work out of the way. But today what I want to do is I want to go back to one of those chapters. And I want to show you one of the most important men in all of God's word. And you will find that man in Joshua chapter number 14. So that's where I want to direct you this morning as we look at the life of of Caleb, a very faithful sidekick of Joshua for some 45 years. Caleb was the man that is just as faithful as Joshua throughout his life. He is dependent on the Lord, and he is ready to serve in whatever capacity Joshua and God wanted him to. You know, today, as we look at this scripture, we're going to talk about what a faithful life looks like. What a faithful life looks like. And I know in my younger days, and I'm going to speak to this in a little bit, a faithful life was far, far different from what it is at 40 and far different from what it will be at 50 and 60 if the Lord tarries that long for me. But today, I'm grateful that the, the 14th chapter of Joshua will teach hopefully every person in this room, every person that is joining us live stream, something about his faithfulness. The first five verses, I'm going to kind of skip over them this morning, of the 14th chapter, already talk about something that we've been talking about. They talk about the division of the land and the two and a half tribes that are on the eastern side of the Jordan River. They, that's what that speaks to. Now, you're right in the middle of the division of the land, and so what you will not find is you will not find the nine and a half tribes on the western side. They have not received their land yet. 
Okay, and so that's where we are. But right smack dab in the middle of the dividing up of the promised land is the story we find about Caleb's life. Today, I want you to know that as you look at this man, I want you to see him through the eyes of a God that loves him and through the eyes of a God that knows that his faith makes him to be one giant of a man. Look at verses 6 through 10 of Joshua chapter number 14. Joshua 14, verse number 6. Here's God's word. starts out like this. Then the children of Judah came unto Joshua and Gilgal, and Caleb the son of Jephthah the Kenizzite said unto him, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God concerning me and thee in Kadesh Barnea. Forty years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land. And I brought him word again as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me, made me, uh, went up with me, made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. Verse number 9, And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance, and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. I want you to meet an 85-year-old man. His name is Caleb today as we pick him up in Scripture. And there's a lot about his life and his faith that will teach you and I today. The first point that I want to give you from these verses is this. A faithful life is a life that wholly follows God. That wholly follows God. In verse number 6, his life is mentioned, and actually, he is mentioned as the son of Jephthah the Kenizzite. Now, that may not mean much to you, and it, at the time, it really didn't mean much to me as I, I just passed right over it and passed right through it. But I went back and I looked at that uh, heritage that he has, a Kenizzite. What in the world does that mean? It actually tells us a lot. His dad was from the promised land, the land that he was going into. It was a people of unbelievers. It was a nation of unbelieving people. And yet out of unbelief comes a very, very faithful man in Caleb. And I want you to know that I believe God still works the very same way today. He works even if your circumstances and even if your family is a family that has never, ever believed before. He can raise a believer, believer out of those situations. Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number 6 says this, But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. I want to, I want to leave you with those words today because without a faith in God, our lives cannot please our Savior. And so today, we need faithful men and women of God to rise up and just be wholly faithful as Caleb was. An 85-year-old man whose family did not come from a believing family. He didn't grow up in church. He didn't grow up around God. He was actually born in Egypt into slavery. 
And from that, he learned who God was. Look at me real quick, church. I don't know where you are in life right now, but I want to know this. If you are in a season of unbelief or running or backsliding, here's the message that God wants you. Just trust him. Just trust him with your life. And as we see Caleb at 85 years old, he begins to spell out to Joshua and to us today about his life. In verse number 7, you will see him kind of begin to put a time stamp on his life. He said, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to, to a spy out the land, and I brought him word again as it was in my heart. There were two people in the book of Numbers, chapters 13 and 14. We're not going to go back there today. But as Moses sent the spies into the promised land, Caleb was the representative for the tribe of Judah. Joshua was the representative of the tribe of Ephraim. And they went into this land to spy it out to see if it was able, if the people of God were able to move into it. Out of the 12 spies, guess which two said, we can do it? Joshua and Caleb. The other 10 said, there's no way. The people are too tall. The, the land is too great. The walls are too fortified. We cannot do it. And silence of the day, I want to know which one of those kind of people you are. Are you a person today that says, hey, with God, we can wholly do it. We can do anything that God calls us to. Are you on the other side of the fence that says, hey, I, I don't know. Even though with God, I don't know if we can do it. If you're like Joshua and you're like Caleb that says, no matter what, with God we can do it, that is what it's like to wholly follow God. No matter what the cities look like, no matter what the giants look like, no matter what the land holds, God can and will defeat it. We need to be people that in this day of turmoil look to God to lead our lives, to allow us to lead our families' lives and lead our church as people that wholly follow God. As the people go, as the story goes on, Caleb's response in numbers is this. I don't care what those ten people say. Let's move at once. Let's go up at once and take possession because we can overcome it. With God, we can do it. And I'm grateful in the, the account of Numbers chapter 13 and 14 that Caleb knew the Lord God is with us. But in those moments, as Caleb's recommendation is rejected by the people of Israel, here's what God notices. Write this down, if you will. Numbers chapter number 14, verse number 24. God's word, God says this about Caleb. My servant Caleb because he had another spirit with him, hath followed me fully. Him will I bring into the land whereinto he went, and his seed shall possess it. God noticed there was something different about Caleb. And what was different is that spirit of God that rested upon his life. I'm going to take a minute just to speak to that. It's not in my notes, but I want you to know this. The people of God should possess a different spirit. Don't be a sour Christian in this world because God cannot use that. People will not recognize that. 
But if you walk into this world with the Lord God, people will notice the spirit that is in you, the Lord Jesus Christ, and they will begin to question and even follow you to where you need to go. Caleb said, hey, I've been there. At 40 years old, God began to use me as a spy. And in verse number 10, it dates Caleb at 85 years old. So for 45 years, Caleb's life has been faithful to the Lord, but it took him 45 years to see the fruition of the promise of God. Now, let me ask you this question. If it took 45 years, how many of us today would have quit a long time ago? We would have laid down our faith. We would have laid down the promises of God and we would have moved on with our plan. I'm not saying everybody here would have, but most Christians today would have said, no, I don't have time for that. I ain't got time for that. We don't have time to wait in a line for a happy meal, much less 45 years on God. We want our food right now when we order it, and that's the kind of society we're in. But what do we do in those moments where God says, wait on me? Here's your answer. You fully trust him. You fully follow and you fully, fully obey what he is calling you to do. I love Caleb's argument. He says, God, it's not my fault. I was ready to move at once. It's those other ten that, that said no. I was ready to move at what my heart's desire was. I wholly followed you. The others are the ones that doubted. But out of those 45 years, here's what God did. God allowed 38 of those 45 years to be spent in wandering in the wilderness. God allowed the other seven years of fighting to conquer the promised land. And so now, after 45 years, Caleb is able to stand where God told him he would. I don't know that we can get the depth of what that means. But as Caleb sets his feet on this land, he's telling God, God, I wholly follow you. I think of people like Caleb. I think of people like Jeremiah in our Bible that, that preach and preach and preach for years and even their life. And Jeremiah was never rewarded by seeing someone come to Christ, come to the Lord God. Never, ever seen that with his eyes. Man, I've, I've seen more than Jeremiah. I've seen people come to Christ. But Jeremiah never saw that. And what are these people in our Bible for? Why are they placed there? To show us this, number one, the road is not always easy. But yet in faith, we can do things with God that most people will never accomplish. Friends, today, do we take up our cross daily and follow do we, uh, or have we put our hand to the plow and followed Jesus? But in Luke chapter 9, it says, if you put your hand to the plow, what can't you do? You can't turn back. You can't look back. And there are so many today that are dropping off because they're turning around and they're laying down and they're not choosing to be faithful. Young people today, I want to speak to you for just a second. The decisions you make at 15 and 20 and 25 and 30 will, will impact you when you're 60 and 70 and 80 years old. 
And so my message to the young people in this service today is this. Choose today to wholly and to fully follow God with your life. Moving on in our scripture today, verse number 11. Here's what God's word says. Caleb is still talking. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in that day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. I mentioned this earlier, but if you were to ask me as a young kid, a teenager, the importance of each day, I probably would not have rated that very high on Jeffrey's scale. But as you get older and as wisdom comes in, it's amazing what happens. As a young married man, raising a family, career-driven, it's amazing that my life, and here's a moment of testimony, and it may be your life today, but listen to me. My younger years of raising a family and getting married, it seemed like those days I was just wishing five days would hurry by to get to two days. And the next week you rush five days by to get to two more days. Does anybody in here live for the weekend? All right, I just want to make sure I, I'm not the only one. And what I found out as I look back on my life is this. I was satisfied with a third of my days out of every year. A hundred days out of every year, that's what I live my life for. And friends, God calls us more than just a weekend experience. He calls us to experience Him every single day. Point number two today is this. Find strength in each day. Find strength in each day. I know that I'm looking at a congregation today that within the body today and even watching live stream, there are some hard situations going on in your life. And here's what I want to say. Get the strength from our God to make it through every single day. And the healthiest person that is here, you need that message as well. Get strength from God every single day. Don't wish your life by or hope your life by just trying to take a chance on what might happen in two days on the weekend. Give every day to God. Here's what I want to do real quick. And church, I want to encourage you to look around. If you are 70 years old and above, I want you to stand up. Amen. Give them a hand. Y'all keep standing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, stay standing real quick. If you are 80 and above, remain standing. If you are below 80, sit down. Hold on. Look at here, church. Look at here. All right. All right, yep, yep, yep. All right, hold on. If you are 85 and above, remain standing. If not, sit down. Oh, I see you. I see you, Melvin. Today, is there somebody that's 90 and above? If you're 90 or above, remain standing. Amen. 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 You may be seated now. 91. Anybody over 91? 
All right, y'all going to make an auctioneer out of me now. 92? How old are you? How old? 92. Praise God. Praise God. I noticed my grandmother here this morning. She was standing. I'm, I'm grateful that she's here. But there's so many things. If you just take a few moments to sit down with the older faithful people that they could teach the younger generation today and my prayer is this is that we and i've got a nod up here from a we want to start i'm, I'm going to give you a heads up we want to do this within our men's group but what's the purpose of that here's the purpose of that little little exercise today is that god is still using you at 70 and 80 and 90 plus years old god can still use your life and at 85 caleb says i'm as strong at 85 as i was at 40 can any of y'all say that <laughs> mama you ain't 80 so keep your hand down Caleb was talking about physical strength at 85. I can do at 85 what I did at 40. I know that I can't do at 40 what I did at 20. So I know if I make 85, y'all pray for me. <laughs> Where did Caleb's physical strength come from? A man that wholly followed God. And today I want you to know that every single day I want to encourage you church young and old that we need to be fit people of faith that holy and trust God it's not in our physical abilities but it is in the strength that God gives us for each and every day 2 Corinthians 4 16 says this for which cause we faint not but though our outward man perish yet inward man it is renewed day by day Take care of the inward man. Take care of the soul in which resides in your body. Because, friends, that is the one thing that will live for all eternity. It has no end date. It has, a, it has an appointment in one of two places. Today, I can't say that without saving this, saying this. Not everyone will make it to heaven. The people that make it to heaven, are the ones that wholly trust the Lord with every day. And they find strength in the Lord every day from a Savior that loves them so. A faithful life, number one, wholly follows God. A faithful life finds strength in each day. And in point number three, a faithful life takes on the mountains. Before I read it, here's my question. Don't you read that scripture yet. Don't you look at it yet. How many of you in here this morning are ready to take on a mountain? Anybody? Every one of your hands better go up. That's what I'm telling you. Listen to this scripture, verse number 12. Here we go. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. That's Caleb speaking. Whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. And if so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb the son of Jephthah, Hebron, for an inheritance. Hebron therefore came, became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephthah, the Kenizzite, unto this day because that he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. David 
in all of preaching and all of scripture, David gets the most credit for defeating a very important giant named Goliath. But Caleb is another man in our scripture that literally says, I want to face the giants. Give me the land that is known for the giants uh, living there, and I will go to that mountain. At 85 years old, he's not looking for an easy opportunity. He's not looking for a retirement home. He's not looking for the flat land or the beach. He says, give me the mountains. That's why I like him. I like the mountains. Y'all can have the beach. Give me the mountains. That's another sermon. But here's what Caleb says. At 85 years old, I will drive the giants from out of those mountains so that my family has an inheritance from the Lord. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to drive them out of the mountains. And so older ones today, I want to ask you, how many of you are willing to be on your knees in prayer for your family so that they have a place? And that's not just for the older ones. How many of us younger ones will pray that our kids will have an inheritance and a place before the Lord? It's our job, every single person in here, to claim a stake of inheritance from an almighty God for us and for our family. I'm here today because of a mama and a grandmother and a family that prayed for me. There is no other reason. And Caleb says, I want the mountains. I'm going to lay to claim that which I believe God wants me to have. God has called me to have. Maybe today there are some people in this room that want to say very plainly, I know what I'm called to. I know where I'm called to be. God, give it to me. God, just give it to me. The Bible says we ask not, or we have not because we ask not. Some of our families are fading fast. Our heritages are gone. We're not a Christian nation. Friends, we've got to be the example for our community of people that wholly follow God. Be an example in your families for people that wholly follow God. I want my family to look at Jeffrey and I say, oh, he's a good person. He loves Jesus. That's all I want them to say. Is there somebody here today that will take a few minutes to come to an altar and pray for the mountains? Maybe there's somebody you just need to give it to God today. Maybe there's something you just need to trust God. Maybe today, just in faith, you have to ask God for the impossible. But here's what happens. At 85 years old, Caleb takes on the mountains. Real quick, I want to point your attention to Joshua chapter 15. Go to the next chapter real quick. Joshua 15 verse 14. What that verse tells every one of us today is this. When Caleb got to the mountains, you know what he did? He ran the three children of Anak out of those mountains. He asked God for something. God gave it to him. And at 85 years old, 
he defeated the giants. It's time to wrap this up. And as I think about what God is doing today, sorry, I get excited about this. Caleb is one of my heroes. And at 85 years old, if I could be as spry as he is, I will, man, y'all better watch out. At 85 years old, with blessing and vigor and strength from no other source but the Lord, he follows through with what God promised. Friends, a faithful life today isn't defined, isn't defined by any certain things. It isn't defined by a certain name that you carry. It isn't defined by the way that you live your life out. It isn't defined by a job. But we let all of those things define our lives. The one thing that I want the people of God of Clifford Baptist Church to do is let Jesus Christ be the definition of your life and my life. When people look at us, they, all they will see is Jesus. Caleb teaches us there's still work to do and that one day we too have an inheritance that is promised to those that wholly and fully trust Jesus Christ. It's not based on a family name. It's not based on anything that you've done. It's based on a life of faithfulness to Jesus Christ our Savior. Today, if you are here and you are a believer in Jesus Christ, I believe there's a promised land that has been faithfully promised by the Lord Jesus for every one of us. And my question to you today is this. In the day that you close your eyes in death, no matter what the people say, will they say you've been faithful? But maybe today, there's someone here today that says, I want to begin to wholly trust Jesus now. Jesus Christ went to a cruel cross to pay the sin debt for the entire world. He paid the sin debt for you and for me. And as he hung on that cross, he took your place and my place so that we would follow. He laid down his life for ours. They put him in an old barred tomb, and on the third day, he came out of that tomb. And today, I believe that we serve a risen Savior. Does anybody in here believe that? Amen. Here's the invitation today. Today, if you need to trust Jesus, not maybe fully for the first time, don't you dare be embarrassed to walk from a balcony or walk from a seat down here to accept the truth and the grace that Jesus offers every person. But maybe today, maybe today God is leading you to pray for somebody. Pray for something. Pray for your church. Pray for your pastors. Pray for anything. Bring it before the Lord today. I'm grateful today that a faithful life doesn't depend on what I do but what God has done through me. Today, what will you ask Him for as we enter this time of moments that God will work? Trust these moments. If God's speaking to you, obey that voice today. Let's go to God in prayer. Father God, we're thankful. We're so thankful, Lord, for Your Holy Word. Lord, today I know, Lord, that I get excited about Your Word and what You're going to do 
I get excited about people of faith like Caleb that ask for far more than what their capabilities are. Yet through God's strength and His strength alone, you extended His life, you extended His years, you allowed Him to see your promises, your faithfulness. And Lord, not only that, you called Him to a continued work. God, I pray that's the same thing that you're doing this morning at Clifford Baptist Church. God, that you're moving in hearts right now, telling them, Lord, to be, a, be obedient to the Lord, to be obedient to the voice, to ask for more. God, thank you for the examples of faith throughout this congregation. And I pray, Lord, that anytime anyone looks to Jeffrey, all they see is Jesus. I pray that over our congregation. God, today I pray that you move in this moment of invitation like only you can. In Jesus' name, amen. Clifford Baptist Church invites you to join us for worship every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. For more information about our church, please call our church office at 434-946-0555.